let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And we're discussing episode 20 of season one titled Someone to Watch Over Me. Original air date, March 7th, 2011, written by Joseph Doherty and directed by Arlene Sanford. As the heat is turned up on suspicion surrounding Spencer, the liars must come to the harsh realization that they aren't the only ones hiding secrets in Rosewood. So what do you think of this episode? Well, so <laughs> many times as I was watching it, I'm like, oh my God, am I watching the right episode? I questioned Did you feel myself. like there was a little, maybe like a little gap there? I don't know. I don't know why I felt that way. Sometimes when I feel like we're on our own and we're not watching together, I'm like, oh shit, am I on the right one? Did I skip right. ahead? Could, Did my TV play? It could happen. It could happen, but I double checked. And because when you were saying the title, I'm like, I don't remember that title. But there's no way I watched episode 21 and we watched 19 already. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And I, it's funny. I can't, I, I keep forgetting that this is the title of the episode. Yeah. Each week when I like go into our Simplecast, which is like the hub that we host our podcasts on, I'm like, which episode is it again? And mm-hmm. I type it. I'm like, that's not the right one. And I'm always like a week behind. I'm like, no, we did that one already. I don't know. My I- brain just. I also just feel like this episode should have been titled A Person of Interest. Yeah. Since Spencer says it, I'm a person of interest, like so many times in this episode. So that's what threw me off too. But anyway, let's get into it. All right, let's get into Spencer. So unfortunately, now that she is a person of interest, the police have a search warrant for her bedroom. They're rummaging through her belongings. She's so uncomfortable. However, Veronica tells them that she can't give them the laptop. They're not allowed to have that. It's not on the warrant. So she's like, okay. So she gets this time and she deletes whatever she needs to pertaining to suspicion on the girls and Ian, whatever. And while she does... Her friend Toby comes over and he tells her that she needs to go and bring them some coffee, butter the cups, butter the cups, butter the cops up (laughs) and just let them know that she knows that they're there and she will also be watching them in return of them watching her. So later, Toby and Spencer have this very like sweet, mature date if you will where they're just like sitting by the fire where are spencer's parents i I don't understand they're never home but like we see her parents and we'll see ian not melissa but toby casually was just hanging out in the house and i just couldn't believe that this was happening yeah especially because Toby has a reputation and we'll see it next week where the parents are like, no, 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 Toby's no good. Like we can't have you associating with someone like that. This is the, the time they have together, which I really enjoyed them just being cozy and having a conversation about running away because she says to Toby, what was that like? You know, like you, you ran away because you were looked upon as someone who was guilty and He's like, you know, you do it. Didn't you ever run away as a kid? And she's like, actually, I did. And I went to the movies. And when I came back, nobody knew I left. Like, ouch. But is that really running away? No. Like, you just went out. You know what I mean? Like, I guess as a kid, like, you're putting so much stock into it. But, like. I think she's. Did she say she was seven? Or did I make that up? I think. 
I think she was so, very young. So you know, I mean, true. that's very that's young Ooh. to leave the house by yourself to yeah, go to mind. the movies, to sit in the movies. <laughs> and then for you to just come home and your parents act like you never had left. They had no idea that you were gone. She's just, as you see time and time again, the runner up, the second best child. And that definitely has given her a complex for sure. Yeah, I get it. It's okay. really sad. I understand. Yeah. And so the next day, Veronica says to Spencer, look, I'm, you know, I'm on your team. You shouldn't be afraid of this search warrant. But then all of a sudden she sees Ian and he's like in the dark drinking, he's drinking milk. Oh, was no. he drinking milk? Because Mike said he was. And I thought it was scotch. Okay. No, there's two times we see Ian in this episode. Okay. The first time when they're searching Spencer's room. Mm. Oh, Ian right. At is the door. Drinking mm-hmm. a glass of milk. That blew right. my mind. And then the next time I think he's drinking like scotch or something. But yes, I, I wonder if down. they're trying to like make a weird balance. Like, oh, it's the morning. He drinks milk. And then Ew. in the evening, he Ew. drinks scotch. No. <laughs> yes. No. I I totally forgot about that moment that he does pop his head in while Spencer is having her room looked, yeah. you know, under the search warrant. And he is ch- drinking the milk. <laughs> Why? Who Why? just drinks milk? Serial killers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Uh, but during this conversation, it's later at in the day, he's having, it looks like, to be scotch. And he tells Spencer, basically, she should run away and he will help her run away because things are only just going to get worse for her. But also she's like, well, it would get worse for you, too, if I did stay around because, you know, I know things about you. And he's like, you know, before you get arrested by the police, before it's too late, you should go. What? Like, what'd you think of that? Like, what a random. He's such a dick. He's such a dick. And now we have, like, a clear motive. And also, now, at first, I was like, okay, I still don't think Ian did it. But Ian's clearly involved and trying to place the blame now on Spencer, obviously. Right. And he wants Spencer off his back. Yeah. He's like, get, stop trying to investigate into my past. Right. I don't like it. Also, where's Melissa? Where is Melissa? Yeah. I don't know. She's, um, she's in and out a lot in this, at least in this season. Hmm. I wonder why that is. He's definitely in it more than she is. So that night, Spencer's mom goes into her bedroom and she tells her that. They have a good possibility of getting this warrant thrown out, but they did find fibers of the sweater of Toby's that Allison was wearing the night that she was missing and killed, the one with bloodstains on it, and it was on her friendship bracelet. So Veronica's like, I know it's not possible, but I need to still ask you, did you tamper with this sweater? And making it seem like she removed the sweater after Allison was passed and also then put it in Toby's possession. So now Spencer's like, oh, my God, now Toby's going to think I like planted some evidence on him. And she's just so upset, you know, because she doesn't know what the future holds for her. This is so it's just awful. Yeah. And what's good, though, is that her mom's like, no, I fully believe that someone is trying to frame you and make you look guilty. Yeah. So at least her mom doesn't believe that she did do it. Yeah. Oof, yeah. 
All right, on to Aria and some other parental things going on in this episode. So Byron and Ella are still hooking up, if you will, and Arya's very intuitive to it. And she knows that Ella had stayed the night when she pretends to come over for coffee the next morning, a.k.a. she never left. Mm. And they admit that they're trying something. And Byron obviously is more hopeful that Ella is. Ella's like, we're just trying to figure it out. We don't really know what it means, but maybe we should have a family dinner tonight and the kids will cook for them. And because love is in the air, Arya decides that she's going to text Mr. Fitz that she can't wait to stare into his eyes later. I've never sent a text like this before. Ever. Never. Maybe I'm not romantic. I don't know. But I'm (laughs) on the way so we went to 90s con this past weekend and on the way there michelle and i were talking about wedding stuff naturally because i'm getting married and she's like so what are you gonna do about your vows and i was like i just would never be like you're the the only one for me i searched my whole life for you i want to look into your eyes like these are just not the things that would come out of my mouth so hearing it come out of hers is quite funny it also just sounds so adult like not that a teenager would say this I don't know it was weird right I think also because he and her both share that common like writers or like they're into um, literature they're like bookish people if you will so they have that kind of (laughs) bookish take on on romance I guess so they have a very like odd sense of romance maybe the romance that we just don't understand but yeah, so she texts him him that. However, she's not texting Ezra. She's texting her mother, which there is no way in hell that she's Ella Montgomery in her phone. Let's be honest. I know. Like, <laughs> she's how do mom. You get Ezra from mom. You just opened yeah. up the last text, perhaps. That's the only way I could see that this happened. Or that too. Yeah. Yeah. Mike's like, maybe she should get a normal phone and she wouldn't be able to, you know. Wow. Screw up like that. <laughs> Logistics, Mike. Logistics. Exactly. So Ella does call Arya out about it. And Arya is, of course, mortified. And she really has no excuse to it. But she's like, please just don't pry. Like, I don't I don't need to get into it. I'd rather just keep this a secret. And I really was appreciative that Ella did respect that. Even so, she deletes the text message from her phone. Yeah. Which I was like, that was a great parent move. I like, agree. Okay. You know, I trust you. You try I'll you know, I'll be trustworthy for you back and Right. And also it's okay great. for your kids to have secrets. Right. Which I love. It's true. It is. And then later she decides because now her mom is a little suspicious and also the police could potentially also go through her bedroom. She like de Ezrafies the whole bedroom, except for one book by Sherwood Anderson, which Ezra had like inscription like in a signature on it you know i guess that was the memory keepsake he like put when you leave rosewood for when you leave rosewood yeah which i guess like would you pick that up and necessarily think that that is something suspicious from your teacher i don't know i don't know So Ella decides to share this information with Byron. She feels like it's only fair that the parents know that Arya is dating someone and he is feeling like she needs to tell them who she's dating because 
their recent brush with the law, he feels like my kid shouldn't really have secrets because maybe it could get them in trouble. And so Byron goes into Arya's room and he's like snooping, not really touching things. But before he can, Ella catches him and they begin fighting. And she says, well, the only reason why Arya has secrets is because that they had kept secrets and alluding obviously to Byron. And they continue to argue and of course Mike sees and he's uh, so upset with this because he keeps thinking like his parents are going to get back together so later on he approaches Arya and he's like whatever you did fix it tell them you're dating whoever I don't really care just make them stop fighting and let's be a family and so Ella decides she's not going to come to the family dinner after the fight with Be- with Byron how come which- I don't remember this like, really? <laughs> I do not remember Mike giving that speech. That's so Imagine weird. I'm like in another episode. <laughs> no, you're definitely not. And I watched it last night. Maybe this is when Ant came in. Ant came in halfway through, like towards the beginning. Yeah, we had some Ant commentary and, from yeah, and he, the like, episode. He's instantly hooked. He's like, okay, fill me in. What's going on? Who's this? Oh, my God, the blind girl. What happened here? I was like, okay, first off, please shut up. I'm trying to take notes. This is for tomorrow's. This is not for enjoyment. This is work right, right. now. Right. It's work. It's work. And then he's like just he's like watching like he's like, OK, who's this person? Why why are we mad at this person? Do we like her? Do we like him? I'm like, Aunt, shut the fuck up. So I probably missed this whole situation. So <laughs> thank <okay>. you. <sighs> All right. Let's talk about Hannah. So things with our love, Halib, seeming to be good. And Hannah even finds what she thinks is a present for herself. It's an owl symbolizing their first night together. Oh, my God, She's Hannah. She's so excited. Oh, gosh. We've all been there, She's right? Like, oh, yeah. She's like, it means something, <laughs> you know. She shows the girls a picture of it. And they're like, it's so pretty, Hannah. We can't wait to see it on you. And later at school, Arya and Emily overhear Caleb on the phone and they're getting like bad vibes, like gut feeling like something is wrong. Can we talk about this scene? Yeah. Why didn't Caleb go in a corner? He's literally <laughs> like just standing in the there's like a brick wall and he's just standing in the middle of it. And so the girls mm-hmm. look like they're looking around a corner. It was so awkward. If you actually watch it, I'm like, dude. It, it was just done on purpose and I, it just like took me Couldn't get it. past it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he is speaking out in the open on the phone, arguing with someone, stating, you know, things about Hannah living in her house. The girls know that he's talking about Hannah. But Emily keeps pressing that she thinks it's another girl that he's romantic with. And I'm like, that's not the tone of the conversation. Definitely not the tone that he was attracted to this person, that he was nice to this person. But still, it has to do with Hannah and they needed to tell her and Hannah needs to know the truth. So at first, obviously, she's in denial. She's like, there's no way because I couldn't even imagine just losing your virginity to someone who you trusted and then within hours maybe days finding out that they could potentially not be faithful to you in that situation and then to make matters worse worse jenna walks in and has said owl on her neck i love and hannah is i I mean first of all it's huge it's it's like i feel like that must have been so heavy to wear around your neck it's so ridiculous but when she walked in i was like (gasps) oh Oh, right. Yeah. So it was Jenna. Jenna. Were you surprised? I was surprised. I love this for the story because I actually gasped 
like in oh, under good. my covers and I'm like <gasps> and then Ant's like what's with the owl and I was like Ant shut up I don't know yet <laughs> yeah yeah and so our detective our detective fi- Spencer figures out that this owl is a flash drive and then she's like, I couldn't see what was on the computer. I'm like, just stare over her shoulder. No, she's not going to know you're, I mean, she uh, might know yeah. you're there, but she won't know that you're actually looking. Right. Why didn't she get closer? Plus, like, why would Jenna do any of that stuff at school? You know, if it was important stuff, she wasn't going to be using it out in the open. I don't think. Um, so Hannah texts Caleb, calls Caleb. He doesn't respond to her. She leaves him a note in his locker and then for shits and gigs, she's like, actually, let me see if his combination is 214. And what do you know? It magically opens. This is weird. This <sighs> whole 214 thing, like, maybe I I thought it was, I don't know, does this have more to do with the story just besides Caleb and, and Jenna? Just 214? Yeah. Because Spencer and Toby were the first ones that really, like, thought of 214. Right? Right. Because Toby had gotten that information from Jenna. Right. So they pro- so Caleb and Jenna met in the hotel room 214. Yeah. And so Got from it. my understanding, and I don't know if this gives something away, but the 214 room, I think, was just like a red herring. I think it truly was actually Caleb's locker combination and A was like fucking with them with that hotel room. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And so Jenna would act, but didn't they see Jenna in the hotel room? Or they only No, heard they never her. actually saw her. They only heard the flute and they had her and supposed sunglasses and bag. Right. So Oh my God. And I'm just only, putting pieces together. Yeah. And <laughs> also know? we've only seen that bag be handed off from Ian to right. Jenna. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So like You know, Mm -hmm. some moving Mm -hmm. pieces that we have to kind of put together. So 214 evidently opens up Caleb's locker. He gets her note. He heads to the Marins later on. And we don't even have like an introduction. We go right into them just already fighting. And I wanted to read what the scene was word by word because I feel like it's important because if I just sum it up, I, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't really give it justification. So... She's like, money, you did this for money. I'm a hacker. She asked me about her phone. The one you couldn't crack, was that a lie? Jenna found out that I did work on Emily's phone. She offered me cash to make myself available to you and to listen. So he was listening in on Emily and Hannah and whoever else. And she offered me cash to make myself. Okay, I thought it was a generic bitchiness with all pretty girls. Why shouldn't I make a buck? I love it. She goes, you're such a creep. And he's like, wait. Then she started asking other questions, questions I didn't like. And by then, other things were happening with you and me. And she says, you were spying on me the whole time. And he's like, no, not the whole time. You gave her your locker combination. He's like, and she goes, that's how she gave. He said, that's how she gave me the flash drive. And she says, what was on it? And he says, junk. She thinks it's a log off your cell phone, but it's not. Yeah. So... I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> to you don't me, know. I it's class. It's a classic. Clear. clear. It's a it's a very classic trope in a teen drama. Yes, it Miscommunication. is. Miscommunication. Hannah doesn't wait long enough for him to truly like go deep into explanation. It's kind of surface, 
And she basically says, like, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't want to see him. She's like, okay, goodbye. Right. And it's also like, it's too late. Like, he fell for her. And she found out that he was lying to her. But it switched midway. Right. And so clearly he still has feelings and he stopped working with Jenna and I still love him. I'm just like, can we get past this? Is he on the island? No. Okay. Oh, my God. God. It would have been like the quickest crush. I know. Ever. (laughs) No, he's not on the island. Uh, Yeah. So the next day at school, Hannah and the girls see Jenna in the bathroom. And wow, wow, wee wow. She just uh, up and slaps her. And she's like, this is Hannah. (laughs) But then she picks up her sunglasses like a nice person. And puts it in her palm. Does this scene live rent free? Because I feel like now this scene will be in my brain forever. And this is when Aunt was like, what did that blind girl do? And I was like, oh, Aunt, take a seat. Take a seat. I I remember it. It triggered me remembering it happened, but it's not something that I remember like when I think of this show. But yes, as soon as they were in the bathroom, I'm like, oh, wait. It like it came back to me. I'm like, this is where she slaps. And, and all I kept thinking was, oh my god, we're gonna see her gorgeous eyes because this whole mm. season, you're just like, she's got the most beautiful eyes. Yeah, she really does, and you do. And she's like uh, shocked. Yes, like, she got assaulted stunned. in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, that was yeah. really messed up. Really I, messed. You up. know, Hannah. What what Jenna did was not cool. No, but. We don't need to use physical assault on someone, you know? She didn't even see it coming. Literally. Like, of course, literally. Herself. Like, awful. No. Off, like, bad, 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 bad. Right. They, she could have spoken to her and, you know, called her out on it. But no, she slaps her. <sighs> and then our girl, she's heartbroken later on. Ashley can see the pain. Hannah is in the bathroom. She claims she's going to take a bath, but she's just, like, beyond sobbing. And you can hear Ashley is listening in she knows what's going on and at the end of the episode yeah we see a preparation of a heart being smashed that has hannah's name on it you know another campy thing that a did with a note that says dear hannah try putting the pieces back together unnecessary give me something better i don't know i feel Mm. like this was this was petty i'd rather like give me like a clue or something yeah well all right yeah you're asking for a lot, you know? <laughs> I know. But, like, I feel like we've been getting them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, they yeah. they go, come in waves. Like, sometimes they're yeah. really, in you know, important to Good. the story. And then some of them, you're like, oh, this was not needed. But. Yeah. Okay. All right. Lastly, we have to talk about Emily. So, at school, Hannah's ex, Sean, and her sort of ex, Paige, are getting chummy. Did not what? see this coming. No, this is ridiculous. Paige is so not Sean's type. Let's be real. I know. And also, I well, Paige is just in denial. Well, yes. As we know, Paige is in denial. But Sean, you know, they have a little bit of a connection. And he goes up to Emily to ask about Paige, where Emily is like, I actually, you know, we sw- we swim for the same team, but I don't actually know Paige. And he's like, well, yeah, how do you do. think Hannah's going to react? And then Emily's like, Hannah saw you two together. And she honestly would- is happy for you, which is the truth. So Emily goes to confront Paige, who, of course, brushes it off. She's like, no, I'm actually really looking forward to this date. And Emily's like, huh? I'm 
confused by this. She then overhears Paige in the bathroom talking to another girl about Sean and how he is being broken out of his shell a little bit by Paige. Unnecessary scene. It's so weird. But to show that, you know, Emily, the whole day, Paige keeps like dodging the topic of her sexuality by going out on a date with Sean. So she decides to do it. She goes out with him. She texts Emily afterwards and shows up at her house. And she's like, you know what? At first I was doing okay. And then he kissed me. And I was like, oh, I actually realized that I was being fake this whole time. The whole thing felt fake. And so she and Emily kiss. So is it back on? Question mark. Probably not. I think. I think obviously Paige wants it to be, but I still feel as though she's not going to want anyone else to know. Agreed. You know, she's not ready yet. No. All right. And that's my summary. We have a message from A. And then I also have to show you some photos from A. They photoshopped prior request. I just (gasps) got them hours ago. So confusion by that. But... The one message we got was only a couple more episodes to go, but so many remaining questions. How many more clues will you ignore? How many false accusations will you make? How many more lies will you tell? And then they have a picture. It's actually a physical countdown to our season one finale live podcast with hashtags. Hashtag Mikey Montgomery. Hashtag hashtag twin theory. Hashtag happy birthday. Hashtag je suis un ami. What? Listen, you need to educate me. I've no. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand. I under obviously why I understand the hashtags. I don't know why they pertain to us in a way. Like happy birthday. Yes, Michelle and I's birthday is always in the same week. So Michael always wishes us a happy birthday. Just be una me. I am for I am a friend and Mike had even private messaged me like, oh, I didn't even think about that title being like I am a friend, friend to the girls. And then Mikey Montgomery. Why that choice? Because your name is Mike. Yeah, absolutely. And then twin theory. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. That's weird. I didn't realize that the message, the birthday Betty message was on Talking Texas Forever at Gmail. Like What birthday that, Betty message? The image that was sent on my birthday. Like, happy birthday from A with the sticker that was sent to Talking Texas Forever at Gmail. It was? It was not sent to Total Betty or We Are Liars. And I thought you grabbed it from there. But then when I was going through Talking Texas, get yeah so i was like oh Whoa. they sent it directly so that even makes me think it's mike even more yeah and now also this morning this afternoon i should say we got a ne- message another email from a but this time on we are liars pod uh-huh. and here are some images hey girl <laughs> can you read it to me yeah so it says hey girl i'd love to cuddle and watch teen dramas with you oh my god hey girl Are you a Total Buddy podcast? Because I love listening to you. Hey, girl, I just left you a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I just looked and there aren't any new reviews, so someone has some homework to do. But then, hey, girl, you need to stop telling so many lies all the time. Hey, girl, I'm not Mike. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> we need to post these. We need to oh, post of course. these of course. on our social. Hey, girl, I'm not Mike. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. not not Mike. Yeah. Wow. They're fun. So huh? I look forward to maybe our finale episode, maybe getting something special from A. A video, if you will, or something. Yeah. Ooh, a video. Let's up their game. But with you know like a what? disguised voice. It would be interesting if at this point they're like, I'm not gonna fucking do this anymore and I'm just gonna reveal myself after season one. Because right. this is all to keep this up. Yeah. Right. Like would- we love it, but I know it's a tough job to do. It's a tough job. <laughs> Especially if we think it's Mike and he's providing the ice cream shop flavor every week. It's true. Yeah. It's a lot. Wow. It's a lot. But this is fun. I appreciate mm-hmm. them sending those images to We Are Liars. Love if it. If you can continue to do so, it would make my life a lot easier. <laughs> yes. And maybe you slipped up with the birthday message, or did you mean to do that because you know Michelle can open that? Probably. But then again, they open Total Betty, so I, I don't know. Probably, yeah. All right, so we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> This week's Rosewood shop is Ben and Jerry's Dirt Cake. Vanilla pudding ice cream with chocolate sandwich cookies and chocolate cookie swirls topped with milk chocolatey ganache and chocolate cookie crumbs. Always a mouthful. For this episode, you better grab your shovels, or I mean spoons, liars, and dig into this episode. The chocolate cookie crumble on the top represents the dirt that is trying to be dug up in this episode. Jenna has paid Caleb to get information on Hannah. Byron is trying to figure out who Arya is dating. The police are sifting through Spencer's belongings, trying to find a link to Allison's death. In this ice cream, the chocolate sandwich cookies and chocolate cookies are swirled and intertwined together just like how the police found threads of allison's sweater were intertwined with spencer's bracelet are you worried you said the wrong thing at work worried you're spending too much time on your phone you're not alone and that means it's time to listen to forgive us each week comedians danica tebow and nathan hare Host an open space to spiral. You'll hear what they're worried about as well as dive deep into anxieties of hilarious guests. Subscribe to Forgive Us wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so let's do some questions first. Everyone wants to know what are your thoughts on the Halub? Will she forgive? Did you think she was overreacting? What's your spin? I don't think she was overreacting. She's crushed. She's heartbroken. I I think she she will forgive him either next episode or finale. Like I I can't imagine her not cuz I think he will still try. And yeah, I'm not like too concerned about it. The fact that you told me he's not on the island and we don't hate him. Right. He's in a safe zone right now. Agreed. Yeah. He's definitely, you know, while I feel what he did was shitty. Yeah, but he, he owned up to it and. Yes. He owned up to it. He he, needed a buck. He needed a buck. And I, I laughed at his line and agree. Like I thought it was just girls being petty. Why not make a dollar off of it? Like he did had nothing to owe Aunt Hannah or Jenna. So I don't 
really blame him. Right. And he also gave Jenna some fake files. He like, right. you know, made it seem like it was Hannah's phone. Like he and at the end of yeah. the day, he did have her best interests at heart yes. without giving her any information. So exactly. Yeah. Vic says, do you double check the name before you send a text? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, I was thinking yeah. about this and I was wanted to ask you, did you ever send a text to the wrong person? I, I get very paranoid with my audio. Like I, I will con- if someone doesn't respond, I'm like, did I send you the right audio? <laughs> or did that go to somebody else? Yeah. Yeah. I've had it where uh, I had. I feel like it happened to me one time, but I was texting my friend about a coworker by accident then texting that coworker. <gasps> mhm. Yeah. Oh my god, that makes me want to go under a couch and never come out again. Yeah, and um so this coworker of mine, we were like friendly and we would hang out sometimes. And she had gone to school with one of my very best friends, a, a, a you know, a school district that was Are you talking about similar. Little Feet? Yeah, little feet. Okay. <laughs> Codename little feet. Um, and so my one friend was like, "Oh my god, it's so funny! You're going to that party. I can't believe you're there or something." And I was like, "Oh, little feet like dragged me here, and I sent it to little feet." So there you go. That's and not the I mean, worst. Not- it's not the worst. I was just like, "Oh, I like didn't want to make her feel bad that I was here yeah. without her or something." Mm-hmm. You know, I've had that happen before. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. sucks. It does so, suck. If you're sending something a little dirty <laughs> in a way. Double check. Double, double check. And double if you're check. sending something mean, double check. And if it's gossip right. and secrets, double check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, don't be mean. <laughs> right. But I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes people have tea. Sometimes. So. Exactly. Who will find out first about Ezra? Will it be Ella or Byron? I actually thought Byron was going to find out this episode. But mm. I could actually see it being Ella keeping it from Byron and telling Arya to shut it down. Mm. Yeah. That's a good prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Were you surprised Spencer's mom believed her? like Spencer's mom she's she stood up for the girls we've seen her especially in the school setting and especially with this situation so I hope she continues to believe her daughter yeah yeah agreed I think she while she doesn't necessarily know what's going on with her kid I think she knows that she's not capable of murder yeah (laughs) so yeah there's that Kim says, did you think Arya overreacted during her conversation with her mom about the mystery guy? I mean, she no. she, she's literally like skating on thin ice constantly. <laughs> like there's no way again, like like I said last week, like her head is very, very close to she's drowning very soon. <laughs> you know what she's doing is um very secretive and because it is when people bring up things or she gets caught for things she's going to be super defensive and that's just the nature of lying about a relationship yeah i didn't think she reacted i think she acted age appropriately yeah agreed how do we feel about the slap i mean i was entertained by it i don't i was very entertained 
I don't agree with it. I think it was bold. I think it was uncalled for, but I think Hannah's just like, fuck this girl, man. And then right. Caleb. Mm-hmm. Yep. With your owl USB thumb drive charm necklace. It's weird. <laughs> Mike says, will Spencer continue to be a suspect with only two episodes left of the season? Do you think that this will be solved or will we go into season two with Spencer still being a person of interest? I think it will be solved. And then we'll go into next season with new thoughts. Mm. Yeah. If you could make like a light predict of what you think is going to be the wrap up of the like next two episodes. Mm, I'm not really sure. I think that the Caleb situation will be wrapped up because we need some levity and lightness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does does Paige McCullers continue with us to season two? Uh, yes. Okay. No, I'm just thinking of like couples and stuff. So I think maybe this on again, off again, on again, off again will actually continue into season two with them. Mm. But I think Spencer, they will rule her out. I would love to see Ian being taken away in handcuffs. Me too. I am hoping for that at the finale. Even though they're going to let him go. But I do think he will be taken away. Okay, so Ian in handcuffs, finale. Will says a real, wow, Will says who, a real character, which means excluding A at this point, did you think was framing Spencer? Do you think is framing Spencer? Ian, I guess. It seems feasible. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know any, I can't really think of anybody else, so I'm going to go with Ian. All right, so some trivia I have while I while Arya is cleaning up in her room, we see a coaster from Snookers. That is the bar that she and Ezra met in in the books. Oh, that yeah. is cute. This is the first episode in which we do not see the girls receive a text from A. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Didn't that. even cross my mind, but I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. Arden Cho, who plays the girl whom Paige was talking to in the bathroom and Cody Christensen, Mike Montgomery, both would go on to star in the hit MTV series Teen Wolf. Did you get up to Arden Cho in Teen Wolf? You didn't get that far, Uh, right? I only got up to season three. Maybe I I didn't get up to that. Okay. In the books, Sean and Arya date. But A sends him a picture of her and Ezra together, and he breaks up with her. I wonder how that how that went. Like, was she dating them both at the same time, like sort of like Noel Khan? Or was she, like, not with Ezra oh, wow. and then dated Sean or something? I wonder how that went. Right, right. So, Mike, if you can uh, fill me in. <laughs> yeah, please. What was a quote that you liked? I always wanted one of those. Paige talking about the bedroom the, window mm-hmm. seat. I've always wanted one of those like, too. Yeah. Same, Paige. And Aunt and I both said it. We're like, same. Always. As a teenage girl, <laughs> that was like my dream to have a window seat. My quote was, wait, not the Tory Birches. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> She's like, oh, Hannah. No, my sneakers. Uh, who was your MVP? My MVP was Ella. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I really enjoyed her parenting in this episode and the her 
talking back to Byron and also trusting her kid. Agreed. Um, I actually picked Toby. Ooh. Because I, I liked how he schooled Spencer with the the cop stuff and how he was just there for her for moral support. I just really like them together and their scenes together. You know, it was weird to me. It's not weird. That's not the right thing. It's what I caught was you have this scene. Spencer's preparing the coffee in these to go cups. And the next scene, Byron and Ella are walking with the same coffee cups. (laughs) I was like, this is just a coincidence of like the paper cups in the town. But I was like, mm-hmm. it's weird. And I hate that they don't actually have coffee in them. Just put water that in them. That bothers me. I know. Gilmore Girls were so bad for that. So bad. She'd be walking and it'd be like She'd tilted be like, to the side. <laughs> I'm like, Alexis, yeah. come on. This is the, yeah, that was like the worst usage of a fake coffee cup in history yeah. is on Gilmore Girls. Yeah, I know. It's really bad. <laughs> it just bothers me. Um, What about a shittiest? I chose Byron. He had really annoyed me mm. this episode. Yeah, we had to vote for Byron. I actually picked Ian. Oh, yeah. He bothers me just as much as Byron does. Barf. And the whole speech of, I think you need to run away to Spencer. Like, you're, you're crazy, dude. See, that's why I want Spencer's mom to hear him say shit like this like I want him to get caught right it's just it's almost (laughs) here's my comparison um on friends when Rachel's dating Ben Stiller's character Mm -hmm. and nobody knows that Mm -hmm. he's an asshole except for Ross Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's like you stupid little little birdie (laughs) that's what it is and nobody knows that Ian is actually a bad guy except for Spencer right yeah. All right, time for our Betty or Betty's of the week, I should say. You're a total Betty. Total Betty. You're, 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 you're a total Betty. You're a total Betty. I have chosen Natalie and Jessica, who are two brand new pledges to the network. Welcome, welcome. We're so excited to have you. If you're listening to this podcast, let us know if it's a Talking Texas Forever, uh, you know, obsession for you, then let us know that too. Why did you come? What made you decide to pledge? We just want to know who you are and get to know you a little bit better. Hopefully you're a chat on the Discord. All the good things. So welcome, and we we hope you are, are enjoying. Yes, your time. welcome. <laughs> Let us know what you're here for, please, and thank you. <laughs> please and thank you. Um, I feel like we have to do an emoji. I'm I'm sorry. We have to do an owl for an emoji. Absolutely. I mean, there, that's, I was yeah. so happy that there was actually an owl emoji. Yeah, I got f- afraid. Yeah, yeah. So that is the one you can stick that in an apple podcast review we would so appreciate it rate us five stars leave a little review in there don't even have to say anything maybe just put the owl is cool and uh, just let us know that you're listening you're liking the show if you want to send the owl somewhere else we're on you know discord instagram dm email however you'd like to send it we just want to know you got to the end of the episode and that you're liking and listening to us so hopefully you'll do that. You can just Please say like these girls you. are a hoot. <gasps> With the owl. Yes. 
That is so good. That was perfection. Thanks. I'm so proud. Thanks. Okay, so I'll give you the title for next week, the penultimate episode. <gasps> We're already here. Wait. And my little secret. Yeah. Are we? We're together next week, right? Yeah, and we have a patron. Yes, and then are we? To, we're together for finale. Are we making we that are. happen? Okay, good. Yes, I'm concerned. Yes, I was like, I don't want to zoom for a finale of Pretty no, Little Liars. No, of course not. No, it's a finale. We have to it's be together, finale. and yes. we're gonna have a live podcast. So, if you're interested in joining Patreon, that is in the description for the episode. That way, you can watch us live. Watch us before anyone else does. You can participate in the chat. We'll answer your questions. It's a great time. So patreon.com slash Total Betty Podcast Network if that interests you. Okay. So for next week's episode, the title is Monsters in the End. And my secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. We find out a secret from Ezra's past next week. You know, that's so funny to me that I never once wanted to learn more about Ezra. (laughs) This whole time, this whole time, I'm like, I don't even give, I don't want to give more thoughts about you because I just don't enjoy your character with with Arya. You're fine by yourself. Okay, so we're going to learn something about Ezra. Mm-hmm. What is do you it, think it could be? I don't know. Is it like lame? Like he was adopted and that's not lame. I just meant like that wouldn't really mean anything to the story. Right, it's not like st- it's, it's stirs up a little trouble. Or was he transferred from another school? Like he had to leave another school because there was like shady shit that went down there. But if that was mm-hmm. the case, then his teaching license would probably be taken away. Yeah, maybe. I think he was involved with some stuff. Like, okay. I'm not sure what the stuff was, but he was involved with stuff. All right. Stuff. I mean, with stuff. Yes. He was involved with stuff, and it's coming out. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. We will return next week with our patron who will be selected tonight. So good luck to our patrons. That is a perk of our $7.99 tier. You get to guest host on an episode. Uh, It'll be in the raffle to enter to, you know, talk to us and be on an episode with us. So again, link in the description. But we'll be back next week with said patron. And I'm super excited. So we'll see you then. Thank you so much for listening to We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. You can email us at wearelierspod at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram and search Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty podcast produced and edited by Alyssa Tenio and Michelle Rubenstein. Music by Anthony Vacora.